It is 6.36. Time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Let's talk school construction. This uh, was a bit of an interesting exchange. Yes, it is, Jill. So this is the time of the year that BC school districts hear back from the provincial government about their budget requests. Uh, Many school districts have requests for capital projects, uh, schools that need seismic upgrading, uh, schools to replace portables, new schools because enrollment is growing. And what we're hearing, some of the districts are already speaking out, they're getting turned downs this year. So we've had three major uh, reports on turndowns, Mission School District, Vancouver School District, and Souk District over here on Vancouver Island all say they've had their capital project requests turned down by the Education Ministry this year. I'm guessing, Jill, that they're just the first three that are speaking out. I expect other school districts will let us know that they've been turned down as well. And what is the, the, we'll go to the the real reason and the reasons given to the schools. Well, this will test the, the, um, this will test the listener's ability to have willingness to believe the government. So we will recall that over the last few weeks, uh, the provincial government has been going all in on its plan to spend a billion dollars replacing the provincial museum and claiming it's all necessary because of the seismic threat to that building. And the government has been asked many times, well, what about the seismic threat to schools and hospitals? And the government has come back and said, oh, no, no, uh, we're not putting the provincial museum ahead of schools. Schools are being done as well. Well, these reports that are coming back suggest that maybe there is a priorities question here. The, the official line in the turndown letters is, oh, uh, the province is having to ration capital spending on schools because uh, they're having to spend more money in the wake of last year's floods, uh, diking, road rebuilding, and and all of that is real. They have to do that. But there's no mention in any of these letters that, oh, and by the way, the province still thinks it's worth important to spend a billion dollars on the provincial museum. So I find the juxtaposition of these two awfully suspicious, Jill, but I'm a naturally suspicious person. Uh, Is this another scenario as well when the premier gets asked about it? He gives everybody a lesson on different budgets and where different pots of money go? You know, the interesting thing about the premier being asked about this yesterday, Jill, was he was really caught off guard. So this was at a press conference the premier did on another matter yesterday. But the question came up, uh, you know, what about the letter from um, that's gone to mission? What about Souk, which is in the premier's own writing? And Horgan denies all. He says, well, it's news to me. He said, I'd like to see the correspondence on it. He says there's no freeze. He says the government is going full speed ahead on capital projects. So it suggests pretty strongly when you, you know, see the whole transcript, uh, which I've sent to you, that uh, Horgan was just caught off guard by this. He did not know or he certainly wasn't well briefed on what his government was doing on school projects and why it was doing it. He suggested that, oh, he said he was shocked that people would say that Souk uh, wasn't getting schools because it is. Well, these are previous projects in Souk, but the Souk School District has said they're the fastest growing school district in British Columbia, 
And because of these turndowns, they are going to have to look seriously at putting in portables instead because enrollment is rising and you can't leave the kids standing out in the schoolyard. You've got to have a place to put them. And if the government isn't approving school construction, um, you're going to have to go to portables. And again, that contradicts the storyline to me, Jill, that the, de- the decision to go full speed ahead on the provincial museum is not having any impact on other capital spending priorities in government. And when the Premier said that, too, and the quote that, that you said that, that's being really focused on, it's news to me, I'd like to see the correspondence. Th- that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? It just means oh. that the Premier, it's news to him. Yeah, and you don't expect the Premier to, be, to know every single thing that's going on in his government. But this is a pretty big thing. It suggests that the government's priorities on capital spending have shifted. Uh, for that to happen... Uh, It's true that the requests go to the education ministry and the answer comes back from the education ministry. But the decision is made at the Treasury Board branch of the Ministry of Finance and the Treasury Board Committee of Cabinet. So it's a very high-level decision for the government to do what it's done here. Late yesterday, the education ministry admitted that about a dozen capital projects have been either put on hold or turned down. You can choose whatever language you want. They didn't release a list of the school districts where that's happened. But as I said, I don't think we've heard the end of this, Jill. You just have three school districts here that have been proactive, Mission, Souk, and Vancouver, and coming out and saying, hey, uh, folks, we've been turned down. Uh, I think we'll probably discover that there are other projects that have been turned down as well. Right. And even, like you say, looking at these three districts and looking at the Mission School District saying, look, we had $87 million that was promised yes. and that's that was approved for this capital project and it's it's not happening now. I mean, even if it's not directly linked to the museum, it just doesn't look good. Yeah, I agree, Jill. And you make a good point. These are not just sort of fanciful things that these school districts have picked out of thin air. These are projects that they thought they had pre-approval on, that they thought were in the pipeline and were going to go ahead. Um, And they're now going up, not this year, right? And And we've heard you know, this sort of thing before. Uh, Gee, it used to happen under the B.C. Liberals and the New Democrats would get quite worked up about it uh, and promise to, you know, bring an end to the era of portables and not doing enough on seismic upgrading. Well, as I say, they they can scramble all they want to rationalize what happened here, but if you're in a school district where you thought your school, being seismically unsafe, was going to get upgraded, or you thought there was going to be a new school to wean your district off portables, uh, you're now going to be hearing it's not happening this year. You're going to have to wait, and you may find yourself saying, I wonder why they're going full speed ahead on a billion-dollar museum replacement that many people don't want, and at the same time turning down my school district's request for a new school. And Vaughn, is it too cynical also to to draw a comparison that the the reason they're giving that because of the flooding, because of these natural disasters, that money has been taken and it can't be used for these projects because nobody's going to say, no, forget about Merritt, they don't deserve this, forget about Lytton, they don't deserve this, Uh, and and hoping that people will, will look at that and say, oh, okay, well, you're reprioritizing and that's not a big deal. Well, I mean, reprioritizing makes sense uh, 
when you've had what happened here last year. But again, remember, we just go back to last month in the legislature. One of the things that that the the opposition critics said was, if you've got a billion dollars to rebuild the provincial museum, you know, you could rebuild Lytton and Merritt with that money. It it's it's not like the opposition or anybody any critic doesn't recognize that there could be other priorities it's the government has pretended for some time that the museum is full speed ahead and it's not having any impact on other priorities clearly it does i mean you know the government is not a bottomless pit of money, although sometimes acts as if it is. Uh, capital borrowing is capped by a provincial wish to not get way ahead of our ability to borrow and uh, also, Jill, uh, not get ahead of our AAA credit rating, which the New Democrats have protected. There's another issue, too, which is, is the workforce out there for all these projects? It is increasingly a scramble, as any builder will tell you. Uh, you can have a green light to go ahead and build something, and you can't find anybody to work on it. So there's all kinds of things in the pipeline that would obstruct this. But to pretend that the Provincial Museum billion-dollar project has nothing to do with any other priorities, I just don't think it's borne out by what's actually happening. And Vaughn, just one other point uh, that uh, that people are, are, are looking at as well. Is it strange for the Premier? I mean, he was caught off guard, like you said, but but he generally, I don't think he, he likes to be uh, viewed that way as not being in the know or not being on top of things. Was that strange? Uh, you know, I think we've seen signs this spring, Jill, that the Premier is a, a half a step or maybe a whole step slower than he was before. I mean, you can understand the reasons. He's been through a lot. But we had it again last week where he claimed that the first phase of the provincial museum makeover was on time and on budget. Well, his own government's budget documents show that the first phase of the project, the new research and collections building, is already a year behind schedule and 27% over budget. So the premier's claim on time and on budget is simply not supported by his own government's budget documents. And as I said, that's not characteristic of John Horgan during the time he has governed for the last five years. And I just go, okay, he's a a half a step or a step behind. He's not on top of things the way he used to be. Understandable, given what he's been through. But, you know, uh, you'd have to say, I think, that uh, if he were to tell British Columbians he's going to take a bit of time off this summer and rest and recuperate, understandable. I think people would say that's a good thing to be doing, Premier, because you're fraying a bit at the edges. All right, Vaughn, thank you so much for this, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye, Jill.